Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be with you today. We are going to talk about the scale. And I want to give you four reasons the scale might not be moving. And I know a lot of times when we're on a weight loss journey, the scale can become something that creates either frustration or ultimate joy, right? And the first thing I want to offer is the scale actually does not create that frustration. The scale does not create that ultimate joy. In fact, it's what you're thinking about what the scale is doing that's either creating frustration or joy. And I know it's really, really easy to forget that, but I, I want to reiterate that to you as much as I can because what ends up happening when we think the scale is creating our feelings, then we give all of our power away to something outside of us. And when we do that, it's really scary right? Like think about when, if we are going to decide that something is working or it's not working, we've put all of this work in only to not see the scale move. And if we're going to put all of our feelings and everything on what the scale says on something we can't control, it puts us in a very scary place. And we can take all of our power back with our weight loss journey, knowing that we are creating our feelings, that what we're thinking is what's creating our feelings, not the actual scale. Now, I'm not saying that we don't use what the scale is telling us for data or to tweak our protocols or to measure how our body is responding to certain foods or not. What I'm saying is, is we want to keep it data. We want to keep it numbers, math, facts, right? There's math and there's drama. And so the math are, it's the facts, It's what's happening. It's how our body is responding. And maybe we want to tweak something we're doing because of the facts, because of what the number is telling us. We want to be really careful when we allow the drama, which is the story around what the scale is saying, to dictate how we show up in the in our weight loss journey, right? If we feel frustrated, then we're going to quit on ourselves. If we feel disappointed, 
we're going to probably go eat to feel better, right? So I just want to remind you that there is a difference between facts and drama. And we're going to talk today, why are some of the reasons the scale isn't moving and why this is neutral? Why it's neutral for the scale to maybe not move and we don't have to make it a big dramatic story. So the first thing is our muscles, right? So when you begin exercising or becoming active and you are on a weight loss journey, your body starts to store more glycogen or sugar to recover for fuel. Okay. Now, when it starts to store more carbs for fuel for later, it's also going to store more water. So for every gram of glycogen that it's storing in your muscles, it's also storing three grams of water along with it. So if you have started exercising, if you've been strength training, lifting weights, walking, or just being more active, and the scale is not moving, it could be because your muscles are storing some more glycogen for later to recover and for fuel that it's going to need for later, and it's also holding on to water weight, okay? So this just means it's increased water weight. And it's so important to differentiate between water weight and gaining weight, right? It's like if our body is in the process right now of storing some more carbs and sugar into the muscles, we just need to give it time to balance that out. Because as it stores sugar and carbs, it's going to be storing more water. And so that's all it means is that your muscles need more water right now. Not a problem, right? I find it so interesting that if we know that the weight gain or the scale not moving is water, it's like we can take a sigh of relief, right? It's like, whoo, okay, it's not fat. And it's just so interesting and good to be aware of the story we tell ourselves if it's fat versus water, right? Like if you think about if you took your skeleton and you put it on the scale and it gave you a number, you would say, oh, that's what my bones weigh. Great. Like there's really no drama around it right? It's just the number. And then if we took all of our organs and we put our organs on the scale along with the bones, then we would say, this is what my organs and bones weigh. Great. And then if we put all of our fluids and our blood with it, then we're like, okay, this is what my bones and my blood and my organs weigh. Great. Do you see how it's just a number in our mind when we're talking about bones and organs and blood, 
right? It's just facts. But then if we took our fat, now we have drama. So do you see how our brain just wants to make the weight and the number on the scale around fat more dramatic? It's so interesting. We just want to be aware of that, right? So reason number one would be that our muscles are just holding more carbohydrates and holding more water. That's what it needs right now. It's adjusting. That's it. Okay. The And I just want you to remember, this is a great thought that you can keep in your back pocket when you weigh yourself. Remember this. Body weight does not equal body fat, which is what I was just saying, right? It takes more of the drama out. Okay, the second reason the scale might not be moving is because of food changes. So if you've been listening to this podcast and you've been doing your best to eliminate sugar and flour and you're eating less processed foods and you're eating more foods like vegetables, meats, fruit, and unprocessed foods, you could just weigh more at first because of the volume of food. Because you see, when you eat a processed sugar and flour type of food, your body digests that really fast. The sugar goes straight to the bloodstream, gives you a blood sugar spike, and then insulin has to go in and clean it all up. But you're able to digest it much faster versus eating something like a vegetable and meat and healthy fats. Your body can't digest them as fast. There's fiber and different weight chemical ways that that food is put together that your body needs more time to digest it. So if you are giving up sugar and flour and you're eating more natural foods that are taking longer for your body to digest, it's just a volume issue, right? It doesn't mean that you're actually gaining fat. It's just you have more volume in your body. And so when you stand on the scale, it's not going to be less. It's going to actually be a little bit more. But again, it's not that we're gaining fat. It's just that we have more volume in our bodies. Okay, so your muscles would be one reason they're just holding more water right now. Or you might just have more food in your system that's being digested. Okay, reason three. This is what we call the whoosh. Okay, and this is where I want to really encourage you. If you have been working on becoming fat adapted, that you get really comfortable with the waiting game. Okay, because if you think about it, when you're becoming fat adapted and your body is burning more fat cells for fuel than sugar, Let's think about where does the actual fat go? What is our body doing when it's burning more fat, right? It's releasing our fat cells to burn 
And when the fat cells are released, the body tells itself, okay, I'm actually going to put some water, kind of like a place card, in these cells so there's room for more of the fat to come, right? The body thinks it's going to be fed too much and it's going to have to start storing fat. And when we start eating less sugar and flour and it doesn't need to store fat, right? When our insulin starts going down and our fat cells are starting to be released, the body isn't quite sure what's happening. So it's it wants to keep your cells larger so there's room when you start overfeeding it again. Our bodies are so smart. So it's going to put some water where the fat was for a while. And then pretty soon it's going to say, okay, I think we're good. And it's going to do what we call a whoosh. And it's going to release all of the water that was in the place of your old fat cells. And I've seen this happen many times where it can be weeks where you are giving up sugar and flour and you're eating really healthy foods that aren't giving you sugar spikes, and your body is starting to become metabolically flexible, and it's holding on to some water just in case it's being, it gets overfed again, and then it just decides all of a sudden, okay, I think we're good, and it's just going to release all that water, and you're going to lose pounds overnight. And so you've actually been losing fat all this time. It's just your body hasn't given you the result yet. And so I just want to encourage you, if you have been eliminating sugar and flour, walking more, lifting more weights, doing more exercise exercises and putting all these things in place and you're not seeing the scale moving, It's because of one of these three things, right? It's not necessarily that it's not working or that you're not meant to be thinner or to lose the weight. We just, our body needs time to adjust. Now, of course, there's always, you know, a chance that maybe there's something else going on and you might want to get checked out by a doctor, right? There, maybe there's a thyroid issue or a hormone issue of some kind. And it couldn't hurt, right, to get that checked out if you need to. And the last thing I want to talk about is sleep. And this is something that I'm personally going to be working on myself. Now, a lot of studies show that if you sleep seven to nine hours a night, that's ideal for weight loss. And I got to tell you, I'm not there. I mean, I sleep maybe five to six hours a night. And so I really want to get better at doing this because there's a few reasons why we want to have better sleep when we're trying to lose weight. First of all, is that when we are tired, when our bodies are tired, it's going to look for energy in our food. 
So it actually increases your appetite when you're tired and you're going to want to eat more calories. And I definitely notice this when I get less sleep, I am more tempted to eat junk food, especially sugary foods. And it's because our body is tired and it wants energy quick and fast, which we know it loves sugar. Sugar is the easiest for it to burn, right? So it makes sense that if you're not getting a good night's sleep and you're extra tired, that you would have a bigger appetite. Also, when we're tired, our brain is more rewarded with food. The reward center of our brain gets more sensitive. So the food even looks better. And when we eat it, we get an ultimate reward. And then obviously, when we don't sleep as well, and this is what I noticed too, when I don't sleep as well at night, I'm not as energetic to exercise the next day. In fact, this last week, I exercised twice, Monday and Tuesday, and the rest of the week, I woke up just kind of tired. And I really need to work on it. I really need to work on, okay, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna, I need to work on not bringing my phone to bed. (laughs) This is a habit that I need to break. Because bringing my phone to bed, I'm just so tempted to look at it. Even if I wake up in the middle of the night, I want to look at my phone and I just don't get as good enough sleep and I'm noticing it when it's time for me to work out. I'm like, ugh, I just don't feel like it, right? So make sure you're getting enough sleep. So just a quick recap. If the scale isn't moving, it could be your muscles are retaining more water, your food is taking longer to be digested, so you have more volume, and your body might be holding on to water in the fat cells that it's already released, just in case it needs more room for later. All right, my friends, let's look at Habakkuk 3.15. Oh, I'm sorry, Habakkuk 3.17. Though the fig tree does not blossom, and there is no fruit on the vines, though the product of the olive fails, and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold, and there is no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exult in the victorious God of my salvation." So what he's saying here is that no matter the circumstance, the scale is a circumstance, remember this, no matter the facts, no matter what's going on in your life, that you can have joy. You can have joy no matter what the scale is saying. We just wanna change the story around what it means, what that number means. All right, my friends, and if you are tired of the scale running your weight loss journey, if you are tired of feeling frustrated, if you are tired of feeling discouraged, and you are tired of quitting on yourself, book a free consultation with me. It's 30 minutes, and the link is in the show notes. 
All right, my friends, I love you and have an amazing week.